0: So we have the days of the Hijjah upon us. Very, very exciting time of year. If you're not aware, this is, woo, we're going to get into it in the podcast, but I thought we'd make a really quick podcast just about some of the most beneficial things you can be doing in these days. And that way you can gain all the reward, all the barakah. If you're in a difficult place in your life, if you're having a hard time, if you're feeling disconnected from Allah, this is an amazing boost, a great time to kind of just get back, connect and do it with an incredible amount of barakah. Let's do it, let's talk about the days of the Heja. Hello, Sam alaikum. Thank you for joining us here at the Mindful Muslim Speaks podcast. I'm your host, Mindful Muslim, coming to you twice a week, Mondays and Fridays, with podcasts on love, marriage, parenting, life hacks, organization, travel tips. Right now we have a travel tip series. If you're looking to do some traveling, you want to know how to like, travel on cheap, know where to go, what to do, how to pay the least amount of money and kind of not get robbed and ripped off. As much as possible, alhamdulillah, there's crazy stuff going out there in the world. We definitely have that for you. And coming up in the summer also, we have a revert series and eventually closer to September, we'll have a back to school series. And you know, all types of things related to summer and family and mom hacking when you got all the kids home, We have you covered here on the podcast. And if you don't already know me, my name is Mindful Muslim. I'm a licensed educator of 20 years, a mom of five, and kind of like a big sister to the community. I love to connect with you guys. Our mission here at Mindful Muslim is to help bring women together to help them thrive together as Muslimah and to do that without compromising their Islamic identity. And so here we are today talking about some of the most amazing days of the year. So in this podcast, just wanted to throw out there really quick some, I think I have about seven tips for you in terms of things you can be doing in these days. A lot of people ask, like, what can I do in this time? And so they DM me, and that's exactly what we're talking about. Right before I get started, I wanted to ask you, because a lot of people DM me how much they love and they benefit. And I just want to say, if you ever felt an extreme amount of love or just like, oh, just like, can't wait to listen to that podcast. If you could pause right here and just leave us a two second review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or wherever you listen to. And the reason I ask is because often when I don't, people don't do it or don't know they could even do it. And that's exactly what helps other women who are struggling find the podcast because that's the world we live in. So if you don't mind, if you feel ob- you know, like you like totally want to do it, go right ahead. If you don't, that's fine too. But giving us a review really helps other women to find us and to know that this is a place They can get help, and you obviously take reward for that too. All right, so let's get into the podcast. Um, The days of the Hijra are often referred to as the 10 best days of the year, according to the Prophet, peace be upon him. And there are no days on which righteous deeds are more beloved to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala than these 10 days according to uh, al-Bukhari. And so we want to let you know exactly in these days what you can be doing to make sure you're making the most of these days and doing exactly what the Prophet peace be upon him was doing, the Sahaba and everybody who wanted to please Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala within our deen. So, The first number one thing I'll tell people is to, and you do this from now, you make a schedule from now. That's definitely what we do ahead of time, knowing this is coming up. If you're a mom, I definitely do a little mini lesson in my house about this with my kids. Maybe I'll show them a couple cute videos. Somebody's going to go, what video should I watch this? I don't have a particular one right now. I'm going to be totally honest. Sometimes Zachy has stuff and we just watch that or I just get inspired or I find something. But for the most part, um, we generally just act really excited as parents because we are excited. And when you have that level of excitement for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and the deen, it's kind of contagious and it makes the kids excited too. So we create that atmosphere. Um, now, in um, the days of the Hijjah, one of the best things obviously, you could do is read Quran. Um, just reciting the words of Allah. Subhanahu wa ta'ala. And by the way, all of these are good things that I'm going to mention to do. It's not like the one is hugely better than the other, but the goal of the days of the is really, if you think about it, and by the way, if you're unfamiliar with the the terminology, it's a particular month of the year, right? And these are the days before, um, these are the days within the Hajj before the day of Eid. So we have two Eids in Islam. We have the Eid al-Fitr, which is right at the end of Ramadan. And we have Eid al-Adha, which is um, like the end of the Hajj. Um, and this one is sometimes called uh, Eid al-Kabir because it's like the big Eid and that's the small Eid. I don't know. And so subhanallah, um, usually it ends with like the slaughter. We have the story of Prophet Ibrahim alayhi and Ishmael and all these things. So this is that period of time for people who are just confused. I know the majority of Muslims know, but some who are new or maybe weren't taught, this is that period of time. So in the days leading up, um, a lot of people, right, they're going to Hajj. It's a really bittersweet thing this year because of the block that Saudi has on not allowing other pilgrims to go and make hajj. So I would ask, if you don't mind, if you can say ameen, that I want to just make dua that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala opens the doors for all of us to make hajj and to allow us to to go to the Kaaba and to, to make hajj for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. I know my family was supposed to make hajj this year. And um, this is sad for us. But Alhamdulillah, because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala knows best. This is qadr of Allah ma shafa, And um, Allah knows best. And maybe next year is better or the year after that or that. And so may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bring healing to the world to open the doors so we can all go soon, inshallah, inshallah. But we are not able to be at hajj. What can we be doing? And that's what we're talking about today. So one is reading Quran. Make yourself a little schedule. If you usually don't read Quran, just do a little bit. If you usually do a little bit, do more. Um, the whole goal here is to set up realistic expectations. I don't want you to be like, "Oh my gosh, I'm gonna read a juz a day," and then you do it the first day, or you attempt to do it the first day and then you fall off right away and do nothing the rest of the days. So pace yourself, right? Slow and steady wins the race. Do um, a bit more Quran for the sake of Allah to purify your heart and to make the intention. And obviously, renewing your intention is the first best thing to do of why you're doing all these things. I always renew my intention before I make the podcast. I renew my intention before I go shopping, before I, I, I do anything. Like for the sake of Allah, it's always best. So do that before and then number one, read Quran. Number two, increase in your nawafil prayers. These extra prayers during the day. Just praying extra prayer is always good. I'm going to say if I could think of a word that you're probably going to hear me use a lot in this podcast, it's going to be extra, more increase <laughs> like this is the vocabulary we're gonna be using here right because the whole point is do more guys right number three make a lot of dhikr rasul وسلم, he said that there are no days that are greater before allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in which good deeds are more beloved to him than these 10 days so recite a great deal of tahleel uh takbir and tahmeed and this is the time to do that and that this is in um, an ahmed so what does that mean that means we're saying a lot of alhamdulillah la ilaha illallah subhanallah like these dhikr words dhikr is when you're remembering allah with your tongue and you know I love you, Allah. You're so great, Allah. Thank you, Allah. There's only one God. Only Allah could make this. Only Allah could do that. That's the vibe in the the dhikr that we're giving. It's just like Allah is in everything. Allah is the most important. I have lost sight. I'm returning back. Alhamdulillah. You know, like this. And so this is what we're doing. Number four. And this is the one I think that is really the most heartfelt to me, even though all of them are important. It is this time where I can get really real with myself and I can make astaghfah. Okay? Astaghfah is when you ask Allah for forgiveness. I'm sure there is a lot that we're doing every day that we could have said sorry to Allah for, and I'm gonna try to do better and all of that stuff, right? Because Rasulullah <laughs> Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, he asked Allah for forgiveness 70 times a day. And he's obviously way better than us, which is why he's probably asking for 70 times a day. But the point is, for somebody who is as great as he is, um, subhanAllah, you'd think we would have to ask more than that, right? But usually we ask even less. So this is a time to remind ourselves, and most of Islam is reminders, to get back to that practice and to do it even more and to come back to Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala. And I had a little message on my Instagram the other day. And by the way, we did start a TikTok. So if you haven't already, pause here and go and follow us on TikTok or friend us or like us and anything that we're doing, because we want to make sure that you catch everything that we're putting up on TikTok all summer. We have a whole plan for you guys. Very excited. And so alhamdulillah, we just started that because it's it's a long time coming. I mean, I know we're a little late in the game, but we do know there are many sisters who follow that stuff and we want to put more positive content on TikTok because we know it's a it's a bit crazy in there. So we want to, put, we want to even out even out the score, <laughs> alhamdulillah. So um, astaghfar is different than tawbah. So astaghfar is when you ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for forgiveness, but tauba is when you like do this, it's a, it's a bit deeper, I'm not gonna get into all of it right now, but what I want people to know is when you get to that level, you're, you're not just saying sorry, you're putting into plan, into practice, never doing that stuff again. So you can't be like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry Allah that I keep texting that guy, that I just can't stop texting. And then you wake up the next day and you just text him again. And you're like, oh, I can't stop. What can I do? No, guys. So Tawbah is when you're like, look, I know that's wrong and I intend to never do it again because I feel so sorry about it. There has to be a level of ikhlas, a level of sincerity about it. And Allah, Kareem, he knows everything that is in the hearts of the people. And so that is the other thing that I suggest to you is a lot of astaghfar. Number five. Fasting. Obviously, it's sunnah. uh, It's sunnah to fast the first nine days because fasting is one of the the best of deeds in this time. And we know that from Al-Bukhari, all deeds are for the son of Adam, except fasting, which is for me and I shall reward for it. And that's from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, right? Saying for me. So fasting is for Allah. So if you want to do like this ultimate thing for Allah, because you're not really getting reward for yourself, you're doing fasting. Alhamdulillah. And that's why Ramadan is such a beautiful thing, right? So here's this opportunity to do that. Now we don't fast on the 10th day, because that would be Eid. And we don't fast on an Eid. So just in case you were confused or anything, we would be fasting in those other days. Some people, they will just fast in the day of Arafah, which is the day before Eid. And that is, if if you like struggle to do all the days, then maybe that some people say like that would be the better day, but Allahu alam, right? So at the end of the day, generally, you're trying to increase in all the good as much as possible, right? And the last two is to give in charity as much as you can. On the days when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala brings days of barakah, you want to be having your hand giving charity, right? And you want to have your hand so your hand is putting something in someone's hand. You don't want your hand out and open like you're begging for something. You want your hand to be giving, even if you have nothing. You know, sometimes you cannot give money. People are struggling right now. You give charity in anything, in anything you can, for the sake of Allah. It could be a smile. It could be a good word. It could be encouraging your sister. In Islam, it could be whatever. But if you can give to any of these, you know, you see how the world is broken right now, guys. Even if it was just five, five dollars or, or, or you know, five pounds or whatever you guys have in your in your um, in your currency. Just for the sake of Allah, it would be better than nothing, right? Alhamdulillah, Rabbil Alameen. And the last one is preserving kinship. This is a really hard one for a lot of people, but this is a good deed too, right? Maybe you're not close with your family. Maybe you've broken ties with some of them. Maybe you just don't like them. Maybe you don't want to talk to them, right? This is the time to reach out and say, hey, how are you? How are you doing? Just wanted to say, I was thinking about you, was making da'afu. Just want to know if you're all right. Just even if it's as simple as that. If you can't get yourself to call, if you at least do a text, just renew your intention that you're doing it to to increase the ties of kinship, to keep them, because it is a practice of Rasul Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, and Rasul did advise us that it's never good to intentionally not speak to someone for more than three days, and you could ask scholars more about that, but I did want to say um, it just encourages us to, um, to reconcile, And to make good between ourselves and our family members. So it's not always good when you're like reaching out to Allah and you're asking for forgiveness. And you're kinder to strangers and friends than your own family. And the Prophet, peace be upon him, he had a really, really difficult life, right? He had his own family members laughing when his son passed away, or or, or trying to kill him or encouraging others to give him a hard time. And he has a history of that worse than we do. And he still did it. So, if he could do it, we can do it. It's not just because he's a prophet. It's because he gave us things that he knew we could do as just a normal human being. He didn't bring superhuman deeds for us to do. These are things that all of us can do if we just put our egos aside and we love to do good for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. All right. Just want to give you guys those things for these days. I will be doing as many of these as possible. I will be traveling also in these days and so may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make it easy for you. I'll be making dua for you all. Please keep me in your dua in these days. I would so appreciate it. And like I said, if you feel so compelled, leave us a review to let us know how this has been impacting you and to encourage others to join us. All right, ladies, I will see you in the next one. Assalamu salamu alaykum, rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.